Welcome to the Digital Maddie Show. This is a platform where I share my knowledge on video creation, digital marketing, chatbot marketing, and how to grow your business through video making. I also invite many influencers and digital marketers on this show and ask amazing questions to extract their secrets of business. Let's get started with your host. Hi, my name is Mithil, and I am a YouTube and video creation coach, and I help aspiring video influencers to create and monetize their content through video making. We have. on this episode an amazing guest she is a fashion photographer straight away from milan italy she's already into the studio let's welcome her so we have a special guest on our show her name is alexandra di gusero and let me introduce herself she is a fashion photographer writer entrepreneur based in Milan Italy she graduated law but then she understood it wasn't her true calling and decided to pursue the artistic career now she helps artists to do the same turns their passion into full time job and makes a living creating art her photographs won numerous competitors and have been published in international magazines and she loves taking pictures during Milan fashion week in her free time she loves reading and traveling the further the better So welcome Alexandra to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So uh Alexandra, can you share one of your favorite quote that inspires you daily? So my favorite quote is a quote of Mahatma Gandhi and it's the quote be the change that you want to see in the world. It inspires me daily to do exactly that. Absolutely. So if you want the world to change first change yourself. Absolutely. Great. So, uh can you share your back story and how did you started the journey of becoming a freelance fashion photographer? So, uh after I graduated law in Poland, I come originally from Poland. I moved to Italy to join my long-time boyfriend, now it's my husband. And as I moved there, I realized the job market in Italy is completely different than the one in Poland that my faculties and my uh, diplomas didn't mean much and for months I've been struggling to find a job like for 7 8 months I was spending every day 2 3 4 hours uh, submitting up job applications sending my curriculum and not getting practically any results and in the end I just said okay I'm fed up with it Uh, if i don't have any results i can as well try to do what i like because i knew i was applying for jobs i wouldn't like anyway so i was like okay i can try to do something i like because i don't have any results anyway so it can't be worse than that and we see if for i gave myself time of 2 years said okay if for 2 years i, I don't manage to achieve nothing it okay i come back to trying again to get this normal job but I just tried and it worked. That's great. Congratulations. Finally it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and actually it worked faster than uh, faster than I expected. So that's because you know uh, people who are passionate enough to follow their dreams, the dreams eventually find them and that's how we yeah. flourish ahead. So uh Alexandra to uh, say how do you find clients as an artist? So this is one of the most common question I get from from people who want to start. And first of all, 
there are a few things you have to do. First of all, you have to understand that you have to be the one to find the clients, not really the clients to find you. And if you want to be a freelancer, you have to apply this active mindset that even if you don't know how to do something, you have to figure it out. You can't just wait for the things to figure out themselves. If you keep this active that I have to find a way, it's all doable, but I have to find how to do it. It's like half of success already. Um, so this is the first. Um, first of all, how to find clients, you have to know who your clients are. Because if you just say, oh, I want to take pictures, it's like a very broad, very broad thing. But even if you say, oh, I want to be take wedding pictures, it's still there are so many photographers and especially at the beginning for you, it can be difficult. But I think for you to be different is to specialize. For example, okay, if you want to take wedding pictures, you can say, I specialize in plus size brides. There are not so many photographers who do that. So you know, okay, you are maybe cutting a part of other brides that's not nearly necessary. But those who are plus size, they will immediately come to you because they know that even if they have this problem of size, you will make them look amazing on their most beautiful day of, of their life. And so they will come to you automatically. So this is a way to find clients. And a way that is good um, at the beginning, especially, are using websites and apps that provide traffic themselves. So don't know, um, in Italy there is, for example, Pronto Pro where people apply their requests, what they need, and you can answer. There are websites, for example, that group, let's say these wedding photographers or wedding uh, makeup artists, or, or just group some um, professionals that it's easier for the clients to find them because there's the whole list and for you it's easier to be found. Absolutely. So if you're very specific with your niche and the more you narrow down your niche, the more better the clients you get. Absolutely. But then as uh, rightly said that you are a freelancer and when it comes to freelancing, uh, finance is something that has to be always in the, the mind. So uh, how do you find financial security as a freelancer? So, for example, lately I heard I was talking to one girl who wanted to earn on her art, and she told me, "Ah, being an artist is not secure." As why do you say so? Ah, because my friends uh, were selling their uh, their art on uh, festivals, and now the festivals are obviously stopped because of the world crisis, so they are not earning and they are in a very bad situation. Okay, but it's not that being an artist is uh, is dangerous let's say it's not secure it's just how you set your business because you have to treat your art as a business and how you get the financial security you have to have various sources of income you have to get the security on various um, fields for example yes i take one-on-one -on -one sessions uh fashion photo shoots with bloggers brands etc but i'm also teaching i also offer the touching services i also do graphic design so you can you can also you know sell your pictures on stock there are so many things you can do but you have to try to widen uh, widen the scope obviously i know that it seems oh my god there's so much work but uh, from the beginning like don't focus on doing 10 things at the same time set one like i said the second but keep in mind that this is this is how it works and this is how it really saves your situation when times get tough 
true as as rightly said that uh, we should not lay our eggs in one basket so we need to also uh, diversify similarly i think again as a freelancer you need to at least have a couple of msis profitable stream of income so that it can balance everything true so, yes you know actually it's uh, i noticed that for example now being a freelancer i'm in a better situation than a few of my friends who have been fired because of the situation they can't uh, search for a job now because there are no offers and and so it can be that being a freelancer is actually more secure than having a steady job absolutely like you know living paycheck to paycheck it's something uh, yes. you know may look stable but that is only stable for a month some crisis like it's, this comes yes it's risky it's gone it's risky yeah. yes so uh, alexandra like being creative there are so many ideas and lot there are so much things to do so like, i'm interested to do so many things so how do you plan yourself how like you know what should you do like how do you do that Uh so first of all you have to focus on one thing. I know that you may have various ideas when I talk to people who want to create art and later create a community around it or who want to do paint uh, portraits and comics and this and that and sell and uh, and it's all amazing but you have to start with one. When one thing is set you can later broaden slowly uh, starting again from your audience so try to find out who is your audience how your um your art can be what you sell your services can be of service for this audience because obviously if you have one thing for this audience later you can broaden and add to the same audience you can also broaden slightly your audience but if you are planning to do things that are completely different that would be for two completely different audiences that's that's more difficult takes more time and you have to think if you manage to find some common thing between them because it makes things much much easier anyway if you want to do those various things make sure to first set one very well to build a strong foundation and later move to the other so does checklist also help in doing that what you are trying to say that yeah like the checklist is first start with one and set it all well so um define your target audience define your service even they're just one make start building this relationship get some clients get some testimonials make sure that this part of your business is already working and then when you're sure that it's fine you can start broadening so alexandra how do you market your art So this is another question that I'm being asked very very often and even a few days ago I was talking to a lady who asked me oh should I hire someone to do the marketing for me to buy buy ads for me etc and actually the modern marketing is based on trust so if you just do a cold marketing like this it's not really working anymore because what really sells is your story your personality especially that art is mostly about you creating your art so people want to know who you are what you do how you do it why you do it and if you just buy cold ads do the cold marketing people are so used to it they just skip it they don't care anymore so how to mm, market your art actually it's not not like you think oh i can just buy a facebook ad and that's it it's a bit more complicated than that but it gives much better results in practice so you should start 
working on building this trust. How do you make people trust you? Well, first of all, the studies show that uh, people, we have to see we have to see something seven times to consider that we know it. And so you should first start small, like start in your local area. Maybe you can give a lecture. Like I read a book that's called Stand Out and it says start marketing one-to-one. So type, sorry, find few people that you in around that you can help and start from there, learn, uh, learn from there. Also, how you really do marketing is by helping. So giving something to your audience before they buy anything from you. So this is, that's why blogs and podcasts are so important, like free, free PDFs, free offers that you give. This is how you build trust. Also going uh, to do guest posting or guest podcasting. That's how people get to know you. And that's what works perfectly. So for example, I have a friend who is a live wedding painter and her blog is uh, contains advices for brides because obviously her audience are brides. So she helps them. She, for example, now she's posting uh, guides for brides, how to handle the situation now, if you had to cancel your wedding, if you had to postpone your wedding. So she's helping them this way. So later when they think they really organize their wedding, they're like, oh, this girl is so cool. I will buy from her. That's how it works. Absolutely. Yes, so you need to be as, you know, we discussed earlier that uh, being niche oriented and doing it the right way, I think that will uh, give a better perspective to people. So, uh, yes, you, know, you have to, you have to be like, uh, don't start with the thought, oh, I have to market to a million people. Start with one and like make this one really love you and then another and then another and then start growing. True, like converting your customers into your followers yes great great so uh, i'm sure uh, even this question will be asked to you uh, looking at the pandemic situation right now that people you know uh, they really want to do and work on their art business but they have a lot of things in their mind so they will do it after the pandemic finishes so does this kind of question uh, asked to you frequently yes and um uh, I talked lately to a girl who told me, oh, you know, I I would like to do this, but I can't because I don't have money. This I can't because I don't have this. This I can't because I don't have this. So I can do nothing right now. I will do it later. I'm like, okay, that's not entirely true. First of all, for example, she told me I can't sell my prints because I don't have money to print my art at the moment and this would be a waste of money. Okay, but you can still find a solution. There is print on demand. So all already one thing of your list is out also the things i can't i can't i can't okay some things you can't do right now but focus on what you can because actually this girl had ideas she said, i can't do this i can't do that i can't do that but the foundation of her business wasn't really set well at the time and this is something she could totally do she could work on her website she could work on on uh, writing a blog she could uh, work on uh, on so many things uh, especially if using what she already has and how to put it online so don't try to find like excuses i can't do something now think about what you can do still true like you know even we can upgrade our knowledge during this time even we are all you know in the lockdown so this is the right time 
uh, after school and vacation i this is the time where everybody has given a chance to relax and rejuvenate along with that also to learn and grow because if you learn yeah. that's how you earn yeah this is actually a perfect time to do all the jobs you never have time for to work really on the foundation of your business of of some offers of things that usually the world is too crazy to work on true true so uh, as you rightly said you know there are people who have a habit of putting down uh, things for later on or giving a lot of excuses so i think that's more of procrastination so uh, being an artist uh, how do you stop procrastinating so um I know that for example all many people just do random things so I feel like painting this I feel like painting that and that can be okay because sometimes from these random things come out the best ideas but if you just can't force yourself to do anything like really useful meaningful that can move you ahead I always give the advice to put it on paper like put on paper the actions you should do and I know they may seem overwhelming like oh my god create my website this is like no I'm not doing it today I don't feel like so divide it into the smaller possible steps it can be a step like I will create my Instagram account today I will create one page today if it's too much I will create half page today just do like totally doable steps and make a list okay this day i do this this day i do this so put it in your calendar and start with one thing a day because if you put 10 things a day you will again feel overwhelmed i think it's mostly about the overwhelm procrastination usually comes from the overwhelm so just make this list because it may seem to you insignificant such a small step but if you don't do nothing you don't achieve nothing and with those small steps you will see after a week of small steps you will see oh i've done so much in fact So start with one thing. If this one thing you do daily and you effectively mark it in your calendar, it's just like a very good feeling when you can check out the day that you really did something. If it becomes like easier for you, add a second thing and keep doing it and and keep doing. So, you know, I listened to an interview with the Pulitzer Prize winner David Mamet and when they asked him this question how to handle your art business, how to do it all, he says every day do one thing for your art and one thing for your business and i think it's just an amazing advice that's great so yes uh, i think this is also a way of you know removing the procrastination and step by step but then finally reaching to your destination to your true goal uh, great alexandra it's uh, an amazing thing so uh, when it comes to procrastination i think procrastination is also can be eradicated uh with the help of motivation but i see there are a lot of people uh, who lack motivation and they don't know what the steps they need to take uh, further to escalate their business so how do you start and how do you keep yourself motivated so yes you're right mostly people are feel demotivated because they don't see any results mostly because again they don't know what to do they procrastinate so um First of all, like I said, try to apply this mindset of being active, of that you can find a way to figure out something and don't try to think oh I will you know achieve everything in one day. No, you you have to do those really really small steps that are that are doable. Focus on what you can do at the moment. Even if you may not know all the steps to achieving something, you you have some ideas 
what you can do. It's not said that it will work. It's it's never it's like being a freelancer is trial and error as mostly any career in in life. But you can already start. So start applying, see what works, what doesn't. And uh, so, as I said, another very important thing is defining your client, because if you don't know who you're talking to, if you don't know what you are really selling, no marketing, nothing can help you. You have to define these things and just do what you can at this very moment, because there's always something you can do, even if it's just posting every day on Instagram and trying to find followers this way. This is something you can definitely do no matter what, because there is Instagram, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, whichever social media you like you can try working on your website even if they're free uh, even on those free services or anything you can always start something and from there you know also studying uh, reading blogs seeing what others do it gives you a motivation and gives you ideas oh maybe i also try that maybe i try that and that's step by step how you how you proceed great great so alexandra uh you started as a hobby and then eventually made it into a full-time career into being an artist so you shared your thoughts your journey in the form of a video or an audio book something like that uh i i offer a free audio training because the last question is the one i get most often like i lack motivation because i don't know what my next step should be so i created this free audio training that is called from a hobbyist to a full-time artist in five steps where i explain more or less the whole journey like so that you have the whole picture so that you know what what the journey looks like what the steps are obviously if you want later uh we can go in more details this is a but this is a general audio training to help you understand the process and help give you an idea because many people say I have absolutely no idea how it looks. I have no idea what to do and I have no idea how to arrive there. So I created it to help you um, draw this map in your mind to give you an idea what you have to do and to make it easier for you to start. So it, it seems like a strategy and like a mind map where if people follow in the right way, uh, eventually they will reach to the final goal am i right yes 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 definitely i i talk about defining your client about list building about things that you should do marketing etc and um, so yes it's it's supposed to be and it is a roadmap to give you this idea and steps one by one how to do it to to watch uh, to achieve your goal wow wonderful so all the people who are listening uh, to this particular video or a podcast you can find this link in the description so do check that link and uh, try to learn more from alexandra of how to convert your hobby into a full time uh, being an artist so uh, thank you so much alexandra for being on our show uh, thank before, you before we end this episode would you like to say something to our viewers i would like to tell you that if you want something, you can really get it. And I know it seems sounds a bit cliche, but it's true. And actually the worst things that I see happening is people who stop in the middle of the process. I have a friend who wanted to be an actress, the another one who wants to be a dancer, and they stopped in the middle of the process. And this is really disastrous because now they are on none of the sides. They can't 
find themselves in the world. But I have many, many friends who do jobs that seem impossible. Like I have a friend who is a mom and has a family photography business that is like thriving. I have a friend who designs costumes for LARP. I have a friend who's a musician and they are all doing very well because they didn't stop. They just continued and eventually they really made it. So what I want to tell you is don't stop. I know it may seem crazy and difficult and if you need take a half part-time job or even full-time job if you need, but keep doing these things because if you don't stop, you eventually get there. Absolutely, so because if you know your why, that why will motivate you to keep moving ahead. So it's like keep moving forward and believe in your dreams and walk ahead. So thank you so much. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Most welcome. So you are listening to the Digital Maddie Show with your host Mithil Dave, and we have our guest Alexandra. Uh, If you are watching this video on YouTube, you can subscribe to my channel, and if you are listening to a podcast, you can subscribe to my Google Podcast. Uh, Thank you so much, Alexandra, for being on the show, and to all the viewers, do check out her link and keep learning. Thank you. Thank you.